Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. He's got his younger brother. It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. <laughs> Hey, welcome to episode 288 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Welcome everybody to 2021 San Diego Comic-Con at home. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, Comic-Con is upon us. Are you excited? No, I'm super excited. dude. This is like kind of our Christmas episode. I know, I know. Well, it's not Christmas, but it's San Diego Comic-Con. It's like Christmas in July. Yeah, like the Hallmark movies. I think I used that joke last year. <laughs> you are big into recycling. <laughs> that is true. That is true. No, I love this time of year, dude. It's like you wake up every single day and immediately start checking your phone. Like, what's new? What's been announced? What exclusives are available for me to go purchase? And we're upon it. It's awesome. I love this time of year so much. I love the shock value and surprise of a lot of the announcements that come up. It's just one of the best times of the year, dude. And probably as a figure collector, it is your Christmas. It really is, dude. Because like, what news are they going to spring upon us at the panel? We'll have that later in the show. You know, you sit there and you're anticipating what this hour long panel is going to show us. And when I say panel, I'm talking about with Steve Ozer, Bill... Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, what's next? Okay, cool. They just showed us X. I can't wait to see Y, Z. You know, you're, you're just sitting there in anticipation over and over. And it's just an hour long, just sitting there of excitement of what they're about to show us next. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know that they'll ever top the surprise of a few years ago. I think it was 2017, maybe when they did the retro announcement. Yes. And, and that was just incredible. Just the shock and awe of everybody that didn't see it coming. That was so natural. And that's what I'm looking forward to this year upon the announcements is give us something that hits us with that shock and awe again. Exactly. Exactly. You can get our shirts at Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WF. P. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on fullyposablepodcast.com on Podbean. You can go all the way back to episode one on Podbean if you'd like. I don't recommend it, but you can do that. You can. I mean, look, if you want to go back to episode one, it's a compare and contrast, right? Like, let's see how different they are from episode one to episode 288. And I can tell you the maturity level hasn't raised at all. <laughs> but maybe we've become true. a little bit more comfortable on the mic. Maybe a little bit. It's compare and crap. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's not compare and contrast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Like I said, this is all San Diego Comic-Con. This is what we've been excited for. Every single one of us has just been stoked for this for the past few weeks. But 
we'll leave that in suspense because Scott, did you do any toy spotting? I did a couple different ones. I've uh, picked up the Cobra Trooper when Target did the re-release of the past exclusive, the Cobra Island exclusives, Baroness, Cobra Viper, Firefly, Cobra Trooper, and Beachhead. When they re-released those, I jumped on, got the Cobra Trooper, because that's literally the only figure I was missing out of my G.I. Joe assortment. Got the Cobra Trooper ordered when it came out, picked it up today, awesome figure. But, Jeff, more importantly, and this is the meat and potatoes of our podcast, right? Wrestling figures. I was one of the lucky ones, and this is not a brag or a flex. This is just, I was lucky, and I was able to score two Sergeant Slaughter's on sale from Mattel Creations. I was able to get two, and one was supposed to be for GBM because he had to work. I promised him if I had a chance to get one, I'd hook him up. But, and I'll let you get into your toy spotting as to why GBM, unfortunately, is not getting one of my Sergeant Slaughters. Uh, yeah, so... At 8.50, I'm online, I'm ready to go, and it hits. 9 a.m., there's Sergeant Slaughter. I put two in the cart. I'm sitting there, and then the pictures come up, and it says, okay, uh, th- those capture things. Point out how many motorcycles there are. And I was, and that said, if there are no motorcycles, then press skip. And I was like, okay, there's no motorcycles. I press skip. Then it says, okay, point out all the pictures that have mountains. And none of the pictures had mountains. And I was like, okay, damn it, skip. And then the third one finally popped up and it said, okay, where's all the fire hydrants or something like that. And finally, this one had fire hydrants. So I was able to click all the pictures that had fire hydrants. It proved that I was not a robot, that I was not mechanical. Well, I kind of am mechanical, but... Dude, how bad would it be if Caption made you find Waldo? (laughs) (laughs) It's like you can't proceed until you find Waldo. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it should do for all the bots, dude. But anyways, I finally get through. I put two into the cart. I get to the ordering screen. All of a sudden, I'm in line. I'm like, okay, well, here we go. Finally, it says, okay, put in your credit card, all this stuff. I put in my credit card, and it says, sorry, out of stock. And this was all within four minutes. Oh, dude. I was like, this has got to be a joke. Well, you and Celeste were both trying. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, Celeste and I were both trying. And neither one of us got it. Celeste texted, or actually, I apologize. She called me, and she's all... Yeah, those are sold out. I was like, yeah, I know. And then all of a sudden, here comes the tweets. And boy, did they flood in. A lot of people were not happy. Steve Ozer did say on an IG Live the night before that the same number of Sergeant Slaughters were produced as Mr. T in 2020 and Macho Man, the seventh best figure of 2019. (laughs) (laughs) Never forget (laughs) But what Mattel didn't factor in on this part is that the G.I. Joe collector aspect was going to play a big, big role. And that's exactly what happened is a lot of the G.I. Joe collectors jumped in and purchased a bunch of these Sergeant Slaughters to put in with their G.I. Joes. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't really see that coming. I am in a lot of G.I. Joe groups. Well, a lot. I'm in like three or four on uh, Facebook And I was seeing, I wouldn't say a lot of posts, but I saw quite a few posts where people were posting pictures of that Sergeant Slaughter and they're saying, hey guys, what do you think about putting this one in with your classifieds? And I was reading actually quite a bit of negative where people were like, oh, the figure's too big. I don't like the 
the whatever, the way the legs are, blah, 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 blah. There were a lot of complaints, but then some people were like, oh, that thing's awesome. That would be a good addition. But what I don't understand is the Action Force one that's coming out or the Valiverse, whatever it is. There's a Sergeant Slaughter. We discussed it, I think it was earlier this year, late last year. The Valiverse Sergeant Slaughter figure that's coming out, which you can still pre-order, by the way, is actually more in scale with G.I. Joe Classified than this Mattel one. I don't know why the G.I. Joe collectors hit this one so hard, but they did. They bought up quite a few of them. The other kicker is, and it was kind of a double whammy for the people that were trying to get them that are the wrestling figure collectors, the limit was two this year. Last year, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Macho Man was the same weight. Wasn't Macho Man only one per person, or was that the one where you could get a ton of them, and that's why they sold out so quick? I think Macho is where you could get a ton of them. Okay, so last year they listened. They really hacked it down to where it was only one per person. And Mr. T was available for quite a while. It took him a while to go through all of their stock. And I want to say he was up for anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. So there was time to get on, get your figure, move on with your day. But the way they had it this year... You had G.I. Joe collectors jumping in because Sergeant Slaughter is that crossover appeal between wrestling and G.I. Joe. But then you had the limit of two, so you've doubled what people could get from last year. And that was just a lethal combination for all of the wrestling figure collectors that were trying to jump on and get a Sergeant Slaughter. Even people that were just trying to get one, weren't even trying to get two, they were denied. And I feel horrible, dude. That just, man, you hate to see it. Right? You hate to see collectors, especially wrestling figure collectors, missing out on a figure that they really wanted because collectors from another hobby, G.I. Joe fans, well, not another hobby, but a, a different type of collection jumped into your lane and started grabbing your toys. You know, what I that kind of sucks. As a wrestling figure collector, I would be upset too. I mean, granted, I collect both, but the slaughter is not going with my G.I. Joe collection. He's going with my wrestling figure collection. For me, it's a scale thing. And the slaughter doesn't really fit in with the classifieds. It's a different different scale. So, unfortunately, it was just a, a lethal combination for those trying to get them today. I posted on IG the G.I. Joe collectors and just talking about the slaughter. There were actually kind of quite a few people that were upset with influencers that got theirs. They turned against them quick. I mean, like, oh my God. I There was a lot of upset people but i couldn't believe a lot of people went after the influencers well i don't know how many were sent out to influencers i don't know how many figures you're talking i don't know how many influencers mattel had or has but honestly as if i was somebody that missed out on that slaughter and you've got people that were posting the slaughter a week two weeks ago did mattel really need to send those out what I mean is, does an influencer really need to be pushing a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive? We as collectors are going to buy those out anyway. We've got a proven track record of selling out San Diego Comic-Con exclusives in record time, right? Like, we don't need to be influenced to purchase that figure. So, I, I'm not going to say that I, I understand and I see where they're coming from. But I 100% understand their frustration when they didn't get one. Yet, two weeks ago, somebody who's considered a quote-unquote influencer, which, by the way, I hate that word, 
<laughs> if any, I am not an influencer in any way, shape, or form. I will never refer to myself as such. If I get you wallet heat, sorry, not sorry, but don't call me an influencer for it. Just call me a a, a bad influence, I guess, but not an influencer. I hate that word. But I can understand their frustration when they're empty-handed. And who knows if ha- or, uh, Mattel's going to have a round two with the Sergeant Slaughter. They did it with Mr. T. Who knows if that's in the cards or not. I hope it is for the people that missed out. That really sucks. I feel horrible. But I understand the people who missed out with their frustration. You sound like Beavis from Beavis of Butthead. I understand your frustrations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was going for was Beavis. Uh, trust me, I understand the frustrations. And like you said, dude, okay, did they really need the San Diego Comic-Con? We're going to sell you guys out of the Sergeant Slaughter. Do they really need a Sergeant Slaughter? I mean, really? Well, and again, I don't know how many were distributed to influencers, but looking at some as somebody that missed out, their point of view is probably, well, like if you sent out a hundred of those to influencers, those hundred could have been thrown into the pool and maybe I would have gotten one of those hundred. So... I'm not saying I I condone that point or or understand it or am approving of it. I'm just saying that I understand the frustration with missing out, yet you've seen people with these figures in hand for two weeks. Like, I understand your frustration. Like, I, I totally get it. I'm not trying to sound like Beavis. Like, but I understand it. <laughs> Let's give the influencers Bobby Heenan and John Cena. How about that? <laughs> Dude, how about how about that? Let's give him John Cena and Bobby Heenan, and let's see how many can move from the influencers. I love it. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, influencers. Here is your stack of Cenas and Heenans. You move these, you'll continue to get San Diego Comic Con exclusives. Deal. Thoughts and prayers. I do thank you big time, dude. I appreciate that. And GBM was taken care of. Thank you to Norm. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, when I hit up GBM earlier, I explained the whole thing to him, and he kind of had a lead on one. He didn't mention Norm, so I'm really happy he was taken care of. I felt awful, dude. Like, I was hoping I could get the two, and then he was good. I figured with you and Celeste on, you were bound to to strike gold. Just unfortunately, as we talked about, those G.I. Joe fans and the, the double limit from last year was just, man, it was a killer this year. Yeah. It's just Mattel didn't estimate the G.I. Joe collectors. And you know what, dude? Actually, I did see a few people that are G.I. Joe collectors that are wrestling fans that were like, this is a win-win for me. Yeah. I'm getting my wrestling figure in the old school LJN packaging, and I'm getting a G.I. Joe guy that I can throw in with my classifieds. They said it was a win-win. And actually, uh, also Robert Rudman, who is a... I forget what he does at Mattel, but he had his Sergeant Slaughter and Sergeant Slaughter was just a tad bit bigger than the guys in the classifieds. Like I'm not a big scaling guy. Like it doesn't really affect me. And Slaughter was just a tad bit taller. And I was like, okay, that's not a big to do with me. Okay. If I was a GI Joe collector, sorry, if I was a GI Joe loose collector and a wrestling figure loose collector, I would have been more than happy to plop them in with my classifieds. Well, as a wrestling figure collector, and as somebody who wanted the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive and was lucky enough to get it, but I understand the frustration of the wrestling figure collectors who missed out because of G.I. Joe collectors. I say we start a petition that next year Hasbro do a Rowdy Roddy Piper in the classified line 
because Piper did come out in those 2000 and when GI Joe kind of not relaunched, but did like their love letter to the eighties GI Joe figure series. They released a rowdy Roddy Piper. Yep. I would love to see Hasbro do that Piper again so that all of us wrestling figure collectors can go flood Hasbro and buy out their stock and make the GI Joe fans miss out. But if it happens to me, I'm going to be pissed at you guys. So would you be pissed if somebody called you Scott, the influencer tune? Dude, don't you start. (laughs) Don't you start. Now you can call me Scott, the bad influence tune. I'm all about that because I'll take all the wallet heat from the listeners. I'll be responsible for that. That's fun to me. You know what? We do have a few friends that are influencers, and I do appreciate you guys. We're just joking around. Um, I just was mentioning the people that were frustrated and kind of took out their frustrations on influencers. That was both on Instagram and on Twitter. So I, I thought I would throw that in, too, because I did not expect that twist. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Just, But the, the frustration is going to come from all angles, right? I'm mad at G.I. Right. Joe fans. I'm mad at the influencers that had him two weeks ago. I just, I'm mad at scalpers. I, <laughs> we're always mad at scalpers. Yeah, I mean, let's point a finger at them too because they were on buying them up as well. And now they're probably charging three times what they paid for it easily. Easily. Yeah, because it's that whole FOMO thing now, right? The fear of missing out. You, you got to have that slaughter in your collection. I'm just super thankful I got one. And to everyone out there that did miss out, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for you guys that Mattel does a round two, puts more stock out there, and you guys are able to get your hands on them at market value. Fair market value. You know what? Actually, I also want to kind of twist this around. I do want to say this is what the Mattel Creation Sites was made for, was releasing stuff like that. They had a bunch of He-Man stuff on today. They had Deadpool stuff on today. This is what Mattel Creation should be used for. They're going to have the crowdfunding for the ring, the stage, and the diesel, which we will get into in the news. But this is what Mattel Creation just needs to be used for. I mean, what? It came out with San Diego Comic-Con Mr. T last year for wrestling fans, and that's been it for the past year. Right. This is what the site needs to be used for, is stuff like this. And give us more of this, because we want to utilize Mattel Creations. This is the site that we wanted all along. Yep, we've been saying for years now, let us put our money where our mouth is, and here we go. But I don't want to get into that yet. Let's save uh, that, it for the that, news. In the news. Pump the, the brakes, bring it back. Easy, easy, easy. Easy, Dane. <laughs> uh, before we get into the news, I drove up from work the other day, and I pulled into the driveway, and I'm looking, and I see a Target box, and I said, I know what's in there. It's the Brutus Beefcake Legends figure. But please let it be the variant because that's the one I want because I didn't like the yellow jacket over the yellow tights. Oh, I love the yellow jacket. Over the yellow tights? I don't care. Okay. Brutus Beefcake in that 85 look. I love that. I do too, but I was really hoping for the blue tights. Got the contrasting colors, right? What? You're batting a thousand so far because you got the variant DiBiase. Yep. I get in the house, put everything down, pop open the box. Boom, got the variant. I was so stoked. Dude. Right? The only bad part was that I wanted to pop open the Brutus Beefcake because I want the tag title to put on Davy Boy. Yeah, you can't open the variant. But I can't open the variant. And now I'm like, well, crap. Now I'm going to just have to go onto eBay, get the belts off there, and then put them on Davy Boy and Dynamite, the deluxe classics. Yeah, I'm not having any luck with that beefcake. So I really think I'm going to have to go to eBay, Mercari, whatever, 
get one loose, complete beefcake, because I was going to open it anyway, with the tag team title, and then buy another tag team title, because I got to have the set. Scott, no nostalgia this week, no listener. This is all San Diego Comic-Con. Are you ready? Dude, this is like waking up Christmas morning. Oh, you gonna learn today. It is here. It is time. It is San Diego Comic-Con 2021. For all of us figure collectors, it is our favorite time of the year, Scott. It's like waking up Christmas morning and seeing what's under the tree. But exactly, it's our Christmas morning. So I'm going to start off with other toy lines real, real quick. FTC jumped into it today, and they were showing off their PCO figure, which looked really, really good. It looks very cool. Got a lot of love on the Twitter machine. So great job, FTC. They showed off their PCO for San Diego Comic-Con. Storm Collectibles didn't put out one, not two, not three. But wait, there's more. Four, five, six, not seven, but count them eight new Jushin Thunder Liger figures. Wait, there's there's eight? Eight. <laughs> Did he even wear eight? Like, I'm not a Jushin Liger expert by any stretch, but did he actually have eight attires? To my knowledge, these attires, they just made up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like one year, like Jushin Liger wore this on Halloween. (laughs) He was Pikachu one year. So here's a Pikachu Jushin Liger. He was Pikachu one time? Well, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Oh, oh, good point. (laughs) Or maybe one year Jushin Liger wanted to be great Muda. So here's Jushin Liger as Great Muda. That would actually be really freaking cool. That is the greatest crossover ever. <laughs> They're hitting all my senses with this one. Nice job, guys. I'll buy one of eight, please. I'm waiting for the Jushin Thunder Liger to be dressed up like John Cena. <laughs> he comes out with a Fruity Pebble hat or like purple and yellow hat or something. It's just an empty package. <laughs> Moving over to Junk Shop Dog. They showed off Giant Baba. And tonight... They revealed Tiger Mask. Ooh. Tiger Mask is known for his legendary matches with the great Dynamite Kid. Uh, So Junk Shop Dog will be putting out the Tiger Mask figure. Dude, the fans of Japanese wrestling must be going bonkers over what Junk Shop Dog is doing between Dynamite Kid and then Bruiser Brody, Baba, Tiger Mask, like... And then they're going to have the Road Warriors come out. Oh, man. Yep. They're just hitting home run after home run. Absolutely. All right. It is time for WWE. And what was shown off today for WWE? Let's get into it. I'm going to just start with basics real quick. They showed off Ember Moon, Isaiah Swerve Scott. He will have green gear. He does come in a variant in red gear. Can we pause for a moment, dude? Can we discuss that Ember Moon? Yeah, what about it? Um, hmm. So when they showed the Orndorff legend, the rendering last year, Travis Fowler equated it to the creator wrestler in <laughs> No Mercy or WrestleMania 2000. Right. And that was hilarious. They seem to have made a similar mistake with Ember Moon this year. If you go back and look at that rendering, um, hmm. 
Okay, so I think it's the renderings. The The figures never turn out to be a creator wrestler, but I think it's more the renderings. This is one of those cases where every ounce of me wants the final product to look better than the rendering, because that rendering is horrendous. It's got like, okay, remember that scene in Beetlejuice where the, the dude with the shrunken head is sitting next to Beetlejuice? Yes. Like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, Ember Moon has a shrunken head almost. And it just looks blocky and weird. Like, ew, Mattel. Ew. But I think it's the rendering. Because th- the figures never come out looking like a creator wrestler or somebody from Bond 64. It's Awful. just the It's just the rendering. But it, that is kind of funny. I do understand what you mean. Bond on Nintendo 64 would have done a better job with this Ember Moon than Mattel did with that horrible rendering. Okay, let's not go too far on that. (laughs) No, 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 that's not going too far. I'm going to go a step further. They should send a letter of apology to Ember Moon for the horrendous (laughs) rendering on her quote-unquote figure. Horrible. It's a basic. Still, still, Ember Moon hasn't had a lot of figures in the Mattel line. She deserves better. (laughs) It's a rendering. I shake my fist at you, Scottoon. No excuses. This is Comic-Con, <laughs> damn it. Santos Escobar, he'll have purple gear. Face half-painted for Day of the Dead. Okay, well done, Mattel. That's outstanding. And this is a basic, too. Yes, outstanding, but it gets better. Joaquin Wild, black suit. Face half-painted for Day of the Dead as well. Comes with mask accessory. Variant is him without the paint. Yeah, so he's going to have, Santos Escobar is going to have his homies with him. And the homies are going to be variants. And I think that's awesome. Those are some great looking figures, dude. They come with an accessory of a mask. That's cool. They're going to be a variant. And you can have Escobar and his dudes. And they're going to look amazing on display. Even as basics. Okay, I, I demanded a letter of apology to Amber Moon for that horrible rendering. But... I'll give credit where it's due. Nailed it on those Escobar and his dudes basics. Excellent job all around. So Joaquin Wilde and Santos Escobar should be sending Mattel thank you letters. And Raul Mendoza, yes. Yes, and Raul Mendoza, black suit, face half painted for Day of the Dead as well. Comes with mask accessory. Variant is him without the paint as well. Yeah, kind of picture those guys as like J&J Security. If you remember them from protecting Seth Rollins. Yes. Yep. Pretty much like that, but these figures are way better than what those J&J security figures were. Let's go over to Championship Showdown 2 packs. They showed off Charlotte and Rhea from Mania last year, Goldberg and Drew, the Street Profits, and Bret Hart and The Undertaker. I have nothing to add here. Nothing to add at all. Nah, and again, they weren't really finished products. They were renderings also, so meh. Well, so was the Ember Moon, but you took it to task. Well, yeah, because none of these renderings were horrible. That Ember oh. Moon rendering was horrible. <laughs> horrible. We're arguing over a rendering. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> okay, let's move over to Elite 88. Rey Mysterio, his figure will be based off of his Motu figure. So a little bit of a crossover. I kind of dig that. (laughs) Yeah, Mattel patting themselves on the back. Hey, guys, that was a great Motu figure we did of Rey. Let's do an elite (laughs) figure of him celebrating that figure. Matt Riddle, he'll have a new face sculpt. He'll he'll come with a hat, flip-flops, and a stallion battalion shirt. 
I th- think that was bat- baton, battalion, battalion, whatever. Dude. Yeah, stallion, battalion, because uh, it rhymes. Stallion, oh, baton like, does not rhyme. Oh, like Italian stallion. Well, correct. Yes, exactly like that. Okay. New face sculpt on Matt Riddle looks pretty good. Roman, it will be an updated Roman. Blue SmackDown title will have the gold wrist things that he wears. Trish Stratus, she'll have a pink hat. She will be the variant in Elite 88. The variant will be her in the red and white. Scott, was that WrestleMania 18, I think that was, or 17? Uh, I believe that was 18. 18. Yeah, when she that was, was the in Canadian- the Canada gear. Yeah, as the Canada gear. That's right. That's right. So the one that's not in the Canada gear reminds me of her look when she was managing um, TNA, Tess yes. and Albert. Yeah, when she was in TNA, the Impact. Yeah, when she was in Impact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. You're adding so much. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Thanks for dumbing down the show. <laughs> that's weekly. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying thank you. Oh, oh, you're welcome. From the listeners and myself, from the bottom of our hearts. And the Zodiac. Yes, the Zodiac. The Dungeon of Doom Zodiac will be the collector's edition. Extra Head will be also a different expression on the Zodiac. So, Scott, you guys just did a Brutus episode on Drunk Wrestling History, and they were listening because they put out a Zodiac figure. Yeah, exactly. Still, I, I, I'm still not an influencer. <laughs> Scott, the influencer, too. I'm coming at you. <laughs> will you stop? And MVP's in this set as well. On uh, 98.12. <laughs> 98.12? 98.12, Scott, the influencer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, MVP will, is also in Elite 88. Now we're going to jump over to Elite 89. Bobby Lashley, he'll be in the black tights. He'll come with the WWE title. Damian Priest, purple tights, and he will have a vest. Great looking figure. Great figure. That's a great first figure into the elite line for Damian Priest. Awesome. Way better than that basic one that they did of him. Oh yeah, much, much better. Well, it was the rendering. We gotta wait to see what the final product is, but I have faith. Yes, that was not a horrible rendering. Nice job, Mattel. Dominic Mysterio, his first figure will come with a kendo stick. It was funny because Bill was talking on the San Diego Comic-Con live thing, and he was talking about how all the deco went into basically Dominic's vest and gear. Like, it's really bright colors. And he's like, well, it's this kid's first figure, so let's go. Well, yeah, and you make an elite of it. Is that a cash grab? Eh, great-looking figure, I would say no. So, yeah, just throw an accessory that you have a ton of laying around. Boom, kendo stick with Dominic. That's awesome. This is a full-size Dominic Mysterio, by the way. Just point that out. Are you spoiling something up ahead? Possibly, but I'm not going to say what it is. That's Scott the Influencer on 98.12. <laughs> Drew McIntyre, he will have a sword and kilt, <laughs> and he comes with these arm gauntlet things. Uh, good looking, updated Drew figure. It's not a sword, it's an S word. I will take S words for th- 600. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Nia Jax will be the variant in this series. She'll come with the women's tag title. The variant will be Nia in purple. Sergeant Slaughter will be in this from his match made in hell 1991 SummerSlam. Glasses and hat and that uh, jockey thing that they slap the horses with, Scott? Right. Yes. He would use that to slap Colonel Mustafa in the locker room. Allegedly. So I've heard. So I've heard. Great looking figure, by the way. Like, they perfectly capture. Dude, there's a lot of Sergeant Slaughter going on with Mattel right now, right? There's a lot of Sergeant Slaughter, period. We got that. We talked about the Valiverse one. Yes. 
yes, you had the Valiverse one, you had the Comic-Con exclusive, now you've got this one coming out that's like Heel Slaughter. They had Sergeant Slaughter in the Motu line. A lot of Sergeant Slaughter going on. Why couldn't the G.I. Joe collectors go after this one? They had to go after the exclusive. I think the Valiverse one is scheduled for, I want to say November. It was supposed to be out in July, but it got pushed back. And I believe it's coming up between November and January. I'm wondering if the G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe collectors, because obviously a lot of them are going to have that Sergeant Slaughter on pre-order. When they get him in, he's going to scale better with their classifieds. What are they going to do with their San Diego Comic-Con exclusives? They're going to get thrown on eBay. Well, how many of these G.I. Joe collectors are also wrestling fans? That's another thing we've got to take into consideration. I don't know. I really don't know. But keep in mind, like the one I got, dude, it's literally going into my wrestling figure collection. It has nothing to do with the G.I. Joes at all. They just for, for me, it scales a big issue. They're not in scale. Also in Elite 89, the goon. How great is this, Scott? What? We are halfway closer to the Long Riders now. Because <laughs> now Bill Irwin is in the line. Okay. Now, if you had thrown 20 names on paper and been like, tell me which one of these names is not getting a figure in 2021 or 2022, Bill Irwin would have been the name. I don't care who else is on that list. Well, okay there's probably one name on that list. But him aside, we shall never speak his name on this show. Him aside, Bill Irwin would have been the name that I would have pulled that off of that list and been like, there's no way this guy's getting a figure this year or next. Well, then they lay the goon on us. You know what? I would have been more impressed if during your predictions last year, you would have said the goon instead of, oh, uh, who was the guy you said? Dexter oh, Loomis. Dexter Loomis, yeah. <laughs> I would have been way more impressed. Well, Jeff, and we were talking before the show started up, like the goon totally fit that scheme that Mattel was using. Gosh, what a good two or three years in a row for their San Diego Comic-Con exclusives, right? They did like off-the-wall characters. We got the Shockmaster. We got um, Isaac Yankum. Yankum, Thank you. He would have completely fit that scheme that they were doing. Well, when they stopped doing, you know, off-the-wall gimmicks for their giveaways or for their their San Diego Comic-Con exclusives, the goon went right out the window for me. Like, I thought we would never see a goon figure. Like, once they went to, like, okay, we're going to start doing guys like Macho Man, Mr. T, Sergeant Slaughter, obviously you're not expecting the goon to be in succession with those names, so the goon is out. But here they go, dude, and... I mean, we got to ask the question, how far behind is Scott Hogg Irwin? Way, way, way far behind. Well, that's where I'm driving with this. Right? I know where you're going with it, but I mean, Scott Hogg Irwin didn't have a big character. <laughs> okay, hold on. Saying the goon was a big character. Okay, <laughs> but Scott Hogg Irwin didn't have a big character in WWE. Bill Irwin did with the goon. And it was a memorable, horrible. He's, and of course, it's memorable for being bad. Yeah. But just those boots alone. Ugh. It's <laughs> those quote unquote skates. Yeah, oh gosh. <laughs> those are like slippers that I wear to bed or something. <laughs> we played hockey and that embarrassed us. But since Bill Irwin played a character in WWE, the goon, then that's why he's getting a figure. Scott Hogg Irwin never played another character. Okay. Well, let's, let's go a step further. I agree with you. He never did. So his chances of being signed to a deal pretty low, right? Correct. They seem to be willing to shun the must be released as a tag team thing i.e. Davy Boy Smith with Matilda, the upcoming Warlord figure, is it within the realm of possibility 
that we see a wild Bill Irwin from the Long Riders with the hat, with the sunglasses, with the duster. All I'm going to say is there are not many people clamoring for a Scott Hogg Irwin figure. Who was clamoring for a goon? There was probably a lot of people clamoring for a goon because people love those horrible gimmicks of the mid-90s, dude. Dude, you know how much people would have popped if they would have gotten a Duke the Dumpster Drossy figure? The new era definitely has its fans, but so does the AWA. You never know. Dude, there's a name coming up where, like, he would have been another one I would have grabbed off that sheet of 20 names. We're like, there's no way this guy's getting a figure. But you're about to announce a name where I'm like, okay, well, apparently we're all about deep dives now. So I don't see why the goon and an upcoming name are any different than saying Wild Bill Irwin from the Long Riders. It's with with these guys' names being thrown into the pool, it's it's at least in my mind within the realm of possibility that one half of the Long Riders gets released. Scott Hogerwin, I completely agree with you. Uh, like 0.7% chance that it happens. But I think a Long Riders Bill Irwin figure, that's, I'm sure it's being discussed at some point. Probably not a huge discussion, but it's been thrown out. That is the 80s kid in you, Scott. I really don't think a lot of people would be... Did we really just spend almost 5-10 minutes on <laughs> Bill Irwin? We really did, but there's going to be something you announce later where I'm going to bring up Bill Irwin again. Okay. So let me go back to the goon. <laughs> We're still on Bill Irwin. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most anybody has discussed Bill Irwin in like <laughs> decades. Yeah. Oh, Barry Frost must be going bonkers. Oh, I love this Bill Irwin talk. <laughs> More Bill Irwin talk. <laughs> okay, so the goon figure, he has the, these uh, skates that were made out to be wrestling boots. He does come with hockey gloves. Now, the hockey gloves will connect to Bill Irwin's arms. So, you know how you can pop the hands off? These are basically hockey gloves that you can pop onto the arm. Like brilliant. around the wrist. Absolutely brilliant. Right? Yes, Will come with a soft goods jersey. The rendering did not show it on the panel today. But Bill did say that the goon figure will have a soft goods jersey and also hockey stick. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. I can't wait to see the finished product. I'm actually really excited for this figure, dude. Like, I never thought we'd see a goon figure ever, ever. And yet, here we are. 2021's like, you're welcome. Here's a goon figure. Blown away. I can't wait to see what the finished product is. I'm wondering, because didn't he wear a devil's jersey or something that resembled the devil's jersey? Yeah, it was red, white, and black. Okay. What are the odds that they put the WW logo on the jersey? There's a good possibility. Yeah, I could see that happening. (laughs) Are we really going on 10 minutes about the goon? God damn it. At least I was shooting for 15, but I'm kind of, I've unloaded my gun right now. (laughs) Elite 90. The big boss man, he'll come with nightstick, hat, and cuffs. That's face boss man, by the way, not heel boss man. Bronson Reed, he will be in his Bam Bam Bigelow-inspired gear that I forget what takeover he wore that at, but awesome, awesome looking gear. The deco looks great on it. These are all renderings, by the way. Yeah, I love that Bronson Reed figure. The fact that they pulled that gear for him, I love it. Great move. Mustafa Ali, he'll come with his mask and Retribution t-shirt. And already be outdated. Yep. Randy Orton will be in his WrestleMania 37 gear. 37? 38. 
No, 38's upcoming. 38's, okay. All right, I'm losing track. 37, sir. They don't put numbers there anymore, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) I always get confused. It's just WrestleMania now. It doesn't need a number. I know. Mia Yim, also outdated from Retribution Look and Mask. Chief J Strongbow will be the collector's edition. There's that name I was talking about. The alternate head will have a headdress on, and he comes with Axe from Demolition. Oh. (laughs) It's a weird accessory. (laughs) It's like a mini Charles Robinson. No, no, just kidding. He comes with an Axe. So that's the name. They're obviously okay with doing deep dives and making them the store exclusives. I think it's awesome. I really, like, who would have thought we'd see a Chief J Strong, like, Wahoo McDaniel, okay. I can I can kind of see that one, but Chief J Strongbow, I don't know many kids that are telling their dad, you know, Dad, I hope Mattel at some point makes a Chief J Strongbow figure. Their target audience is clearly dudes of our age or older. They're okay with doing these deep dives, and I'm, dude, I'm here for it. I love it. Absolutely love it. And that is one of the reasons... I think a long rider, Wild Bill Irwin, has at least been thrown out at the Mattel table for a discussion of, do we make it? You are crazy. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to this one more time. Just letting you know right now. Oh, you crazy, Scott Toon. <laughs> I'm going to hit my 15 minutes on Bill Irwin, damn it. Yeah, you are. And last one in Elite 90 is Jay Uso. He'll be in all white and you'll have a lay with them. Elite 91, Bianca Belair. She'll come in the women's title with her mania gear from this past year. Love it. Great figure. Extra head, earrings, and glasses. Hulk Hogan, based off of his SummerSlam match with HBK, where he just destroyed HBK that match. Man, HBK was all over that ring. I was so worried about HBK, dude. I've never seen Hogan hit somebody harder. And poor HBK just absorbed the the massive brunt of every single punch. Like, you could see him literally flying through the air every time Hogan punched him. I've never seen Hogan punch somebody harder than he punched HBK. That poor man. Do you remember when HBK was on the ropes, kind of laying parallel on the turnbuckle, yes. top turnbuckle, and Hogan kicked him, and he went, like, nine feet in the air? I've never seen Hogan kick somebody harder. Hogan will come with feather boas Hulkamania t-shirt RVD he'll be coming with a chair he's also in Elite 91 he will come with his I guess that was kind of like a bangle striped singlet yes yeah pretty cool figure that's great that they're bringing RVD back into the family of uh, wrestling figures yep Elite 92 Adam Cole he'll have two variations one is an undisputed era look the other will be in green tights and the Fiend. They only announced a couple of names for Elite 92. He will be Burnt Fiend when he came back. Burnt. Now he's never on TV. Right. Elite 93, Karrion Cross. He'll have a gladiator look. Updated gladiator look. And Raquel Gonzalez will get her first figure in Elite 93. Elite Collection sneak peek. They showed off Chainsaw Charlie, Scott. Okay. See... This is strengthening my point, dude. Deep dives. Granted, Chainsaw Charlie, tag team champion. Wild Bill Irwin, however, one half of the Long Riders, never an AWA champion. So maybe the nod goes to people that have held titles. Chief J Strongbow was a tag team champion. So maybe that's the prerequisite. I don't know. But they're really pulling some names here 
you've got to figure Chainsaw Charlie is going to be a store exclusive. Because I, I can't imagine there being a huge market for Chainsaw Charlie figures. But their target audience is becoming very, very clear with a lot of these Legends names that you've been announcing so far. Also, they showed off for the SummerSlam Elite Collection Build-A-Figure. Now, let me kind of stop right there real quick. All pay-per-view series will have a Build-A-Figure. So the Royal Rumble, SummerSlam will have a Build-A-Figure with them. But for SummerSlam Elite Collection, Build-A-Figure will be Dominic Mysterio. Not recent Dominic Mysterio. This will be Dominic Mysterio from 2005 when Eddie and Ray were having a battle over custody of a child. The custody of a child will be determined in a match, in a ladder match. Either Eddie Guerrero or Rey Mysterio, Taz will climb that ladder. We'll reach that briefcase, which includes the custody papers of eight-year-old Dominic. (laughs) I laughed literally out loud at my desk when I saw the great out sculpt of Dominic. (laughs) I'm picturing wrestling fans all over the world getting this little Dominic figure and dangling him at the top of the stadium or the arena a la a Money in the Bank match where the winner has to go retrieve Dominic. Or you could just do Dominic in a shark cage. Or, hey, they made plenty of accessories with the shark cage deal, so there you go. Yes, yeah, so this will be the first time that anyone has had a figure of them, well, basically when they were a kid. <laughs> I was laughing out loud. I'm like, are they going to use the Hornswoggle body for this Dominic figure? This will be part of the SummerSlam Elite Collection Build-A-Figure. Oh, this killed me, dude. I, I was literally laughing out loud at my desk. That grayed-out scope looks absolutely ridiculous. It was funny, too, because on the panel today, Dominic goes... Okay, it better have the blonde crop top like I did back in 2005. It looks like it, from the grayed out sculpt, it looks like it does. Hollywood Series 2. Now, we talked about Hollywood Series 1 with Rock, Cena, and Roddy Piper from They Live. Hollywood Series 2, they showed off. It will be Roman Reigns from Hobbs and Shaw, The Rock from Scorpion King, and Andre the Giant dressed up as Bigfoot from The Six Million Dollar Man. I don't really have much positive to say about the Hollywood series. I think that these are destined for clearance and warming pegs all over the United States. I don't think these are going to be big sellers. That's my opinion. And I think that their efforts could have been better focused on another gimmick line. The only one I really, really want, well, I want Piper from series one, but I also kind of want the Andre as Bigfoot. That's kind of cool, dude. You want that? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Well, that's a. Oh, I'm happy to hear that because that's actually somebody that wants one of these figures. The only one that would be tempting to me a little bit would be the Piper They Live. The Cena figure in their Hollywood Series 1. The Rock figure in their Hollywood Series 1. I, I don't think those are going to move. And honestly, the Roman Reigns from Series 2, I don't see it moving because people weren't a fan of that Roman Reigns in the NXT Elite Series. Mm-hmm. That one sat forever. Uh, the Scorpion King does have a following. That one might move. But I guarantee the hit from Series 1, Piper from They Live, the hit from, or from uh, yeah, the hit from Series 2 is going to be that Bigfoot figure. Legends Series 13, Cowboy Bob Orton. He'll have the cast, the infamous cast, 
top hat. He will come with boxing gloves from when he boxed Mr. T on Saturday night's main event. Love that. I was actually having a uh, conversation with Tim from the Pulling Up a Chair podcast at a chair shot on Twitter. He was like, what are they going to do with Cowboy Bob that hasn't been done already? Like, they've kind of done every variation of him. And I said, well, you know, maybe they do the bodyguard look. Mattel hasn't really tried that one yet. But them putting him in boxing gloves? Way to go, Mattel. Well done. Now we have Bob Orton with boxing gloves. We have Mr. T and Piper also with boxing gloves. So you can have Mr. T's two matches, two boxing matches in the WWF. Taken care of. Done deal. If you got the two-pack of P- uh, T and Piper, and then you get this Bob Orton, you're good to go. You can have all the back boxing matches you want. The Hurricane will be in Legend Series 13 as well. He'll have the longer hair uh, coming down the mask. Jake the Snake Roberts will be the variant. Now, Jake will come with a Cobra. The regular is Jake in blue tights. The variant will be Jake in gray, which is his WCW spin the wheel, make a deal outfit. Yeah, this is heel Jake, and it looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. So the Cobra was what, Lucifer? Uh, Yes, Lucifer. And then rounding out is Triple H with the bullhorn with DX color tights. Which they've already done a Triple H with the bullhorn. There was a previous elite of Triple H that had a bullhorn with it. Um, I believe you're correct. Long time ago, dude. Yeah, I can't remember what series that was. We'll get into it in nostalgia. Yeah. At some point. Motu Wave 8. Stone Cold Steve Austin as Trapjaw. Rey Mysterio, they're doing another Rey as Stratos. China as the Princess of Power. The China look cool. Austin look cool. Mysterio look cool. However, this will be the last series of Motu. Motu Wave 8 will be the end of the Motu WWE crossover. Look, it had a great run, right? It's probably one of the best crossovers that Mattel has ever done. There haven't been many crossovers that have even gone that long, right? Or a gimmick line that has gone that long. The retros only went 10. This went eight. That's pretty close to what the retros did. I've got to give it up to Mattel. When they first announced this, I didn't know that the the demand was going to be there. I totally underestimated the He-Man fan base because they made this line successful. So kudos to the collectors. Kudos to Mattel for coming up with this idea. Every series got better than the previous one. And honestly, when Mattel is all done with their WWE license, this is going to go up as one of the best crossover slash gimmick lines that Mattel ever did with the WWE license. So that will be the end of WWE Motu Wave 8. However, WWE is coming out, or I should say Mattel, is coming out with a new WWE Superstar series called, well, WWE Superstars. This will be Walmart exclusive. These are basically Remco's. From what we saw, these are basically Remco's. Yes, they are. Let me tell you about the first four. Honky Tonk Man, he'll have a soft goods entrance jacket. So basically think Honky Tonk Man in his jacket. Well, the whole jumpsuit, dude. Yeah, the whole jumpsuit. Yeah, exactly. He'll have the guitar. Bray Wyatt as the Mad Hatter. Now, when did Bray Wyatt ever dress as the Mad Hatter? I honestly have no idea. Dude, I'm drawing a blank on that. I... 
I don't ever remember him dressing up as the Mad Hatter. What was funny is that when they showed him, I was like, oh, cool. They made Steve Kern. Dude, I thought the same thing. Okay, I'm glad I wasn't an idiot. <laughs> well, I'm, <laughs> I am an idiot, but I mean, I'm glad I'm, <laughs> I'm glad somebody else was idioting, idioting with me. <laughs> I'm like, where's his bow tie? Well, dude, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, well, they made Bill Irwin. Uh, uh, okay. You brought him up. I'm going to name the show. I'm not going to name it San Diego Comic-Con. I'm going to just name it The Ballad of <laughs> Bill Irwin. Yes. <laughs> or Ode to Bill Irwin. <laughs> Rick Flair, he will have a red soft goods robe and sunglasses. And to round out this brand new WWE Superstar Series, Hollywood Hogan, he will have an NWO shirt, world title with NWO spray painted on it, Hollywood bandana, and he'll have sunglasses on as well. So the packaging of this reminds me of the Matt Mania packaging. Correct. All right. So a couple things. First off, I love that they went Remco's because I think they started to listen to the collector base when they were talking about collecting the Motu figures because you strip off all the He-Man gimmicks, you've got a Remco figure at the base. I think they were like, okay, Motu's wrapping up. What next? We could, we've got the molds. Let's just do a love letter to Remco. Great call. You're continuing on with the same molds. You make the packaging look like the Matt Mania from... Because remember, Remco's were all tag teams or multi-packs, you know, twos or threes for the entire run, except for Matt Mania. They went single card on that. Here's your first set of four. Single carded. It looks like the Matt Mania packaging. It's Remco looks all around, soft goods accessories, just like Remco's, okay? My hope, two things, we get the Rockers, or Midnight Rockers, if you will. Marty Jannetty. I I know, I know, I'm hoping he signs a deal. I would love to see Mattel do the Midnight Rockers. They have yet to touch those. Dude, Jax didn't even do the Midnight Rockers. Correct. Nobody's done the Midnight Rockers since Remco. If they can make it happen in a series, that would be incredible. Number two, in the first series of Remco's, one of the tag teams was the Long Riders. Oh. One half of the Long Riders, Jeff, as we discussed earlier, in case you weren't paying attention, was (laughs) Wild Bill Irwin. So if we don't get a Wild Bill in the standard format Mattel, there's a chance you may see him here as one half of the Long Riders. I'm just saying. I'm just look they're doing deep dives they're going Remco it makes a lot of sense I have nothing else to add on Wild Bill Irwin for the remainder of this news I promise that was it for me I'm done unless you want me to talk more about him it's up to you I love how they've already got the body sculpts for the Remco's and they just basically took off all the gear from the Motu and put on soft goods clothing I'm stoked they went Remco route they've gone retro route they're now going Remco route and I'm all here for it. I am going to support this line. Hopefully they're the same price as Motu. That's another thing I'm kind of concerned about. What's this price going to come, come in at? I think it's going to be the same, dude. These are essentially like a mirror image of the Motu figures, just minus the He-Man gimmicks and put in place soft goods, accessories slash clothing. And see, now we can compare the Remco Ric Flair to this Ric Flair and see which one's better, right, Scott? Absolutely. Yes, you're now you're kind of apples to apples, and that's what I love about it because you could do the same thing with the retro line to the ha- original Hasbro's. That's the love letter. So 
I'm a big fan of that. I've I've always loved to be able to compare and contrast. And yes, Ric Flair officially is the first one that we can do a compare and contrast on from Mattel to Remco. Okay. It's not going to be apples to apples. This is going to be a 30-year updated Ric Flair. So I kind of expect Mattel to crush the Ric Flair. We'll see. And I, I look, if Remco does it better, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. That company's what? 40 years old almost right in terms of when they released the awa figures <laughs> and if they did it better back then then mattel can do it now look <laughs> standing ovation all right jumping over to royal rumble series again all pay-per-view series will have a build a figure royal rumble big e and i don't know if anybody saw it but his tights say get well uh, on them and it's for xavier woods i thought that was really cool Dakota Kai, she will come with hands that replicate her new hand sign. Earthquake, blue singlet with Canadian flag on it. Yeah, they went intro. Well, if they went intro Earthquake, it would have been the brown singlet. But shortly after he wore the brown singlet, because that one didn't last very long, looked like baby crap, essentially. (laughs) He had this singlet on with the Canadian flag on the front. I love that they went that route, dude. Yokozuna, white tights with a black E, and will come with the salt bucket, which is awesome. The Build-A-Figure will be Jimmy Hart. He will have a purple jacket with microphone and screaming face. Did you notice he also had the piano tie? And the piano tie to replicate the Jax 3-pack of Rhythm and Blues. Love that. Now jumping over to Survivor Series. Bret Hart, chair sunglasses can you please tell us how you feel about the spread heart jeff because i can tell from your voice the tone of it you were just pumped they scanned elderly bret hart's face and put it on with black hair (laughs) that's it it i don't know what it is why mattel can't get bret right how's the gear the gear's good right the gear's okay it's pretty good like it didn't wow me i'm gonna get it because it's bret obviously but they can't get Brett's face. I don't know what it is. It honestly looked like elderly Brett, older Brett with dyed black hair. That's what it looked like to me. I, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Okay. This is your platform. Do you want Mattel to issue a letter of apology to Brett? <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude. I wish they could. I, w- I wish they could just capture Brett Hart's face one time before this contract is up. By the way, we don't know. We haven't heard anything about the contract being up. Again, we were hoping something would be said today. Nothing was said. Steve does have stuff planned out to 2022, so they're acting like something's in place, just nothing has been signed yet. So that's the way it's coming across to us. Yep. Bailey, she will have the SmackDown Women's Championship. She will have a white jacket and that headdress thing that she was wearing last year. Hulk Hogan. Cloth Hulk rule shirt, winged eagle title. So this is almost the Hogan you were asking for like last week. It's got the Hulk rule shirt. It's got the bandana. The only thing it's missing is the title that you wanted. Pretty much. Yeah, that's a good Hogan. Yeah, I, the figure's okay. The face on it is okay. It's They've done way better Hogans. So They have done. So the head swap people are going to be messing with this figure for sure the bailey's really good too the bailey is fantastic that was a home run figure yeah for sure for sure and last one in the survivor series is keith lee 
Ringside exclusive to Masa Champa. Gladiator mask, headdress, soft goods jacket. That is available at RSC. Ultimate Edition Sneak Peeks. They showed off the grade rendering of Alexa Bliss. They showed off basically the final product of Kane. Now this is Kane, like early, early house show loop Kane before he entered the Hell in the Cell against Taker and Sean. Well, interfered in the match of Taker and Sean. He will have a cape, extra head, world title. That is an excellent, excellent Kane. Definitely worthy of an ultimate edition for sure. This is the first cane we've gotten with a cape. So kudos Mattel. Again, that's kind of a deep dive on Kane. Not a lot of people ever saw Kane with a cape. But when you've done so many canes, you kind of got to dig deep in the book. And they did that. And here's an awesome figure for it. Undertaker, three heads total, long black soft goods jacket. What did you think of this Undertaker, dude? It's cool. I think they did a defining moments that looks a lot like this one. Uh, for me, it's a pass. I don't buy a lot of the ultimate editions personally, just because of the price point. Um, the cane's really good. This undertaker though, it's good. It's good. It's, it's not outstanding by any stretch. I'm not going crazy over it. I think the cane is way better. Winner of the fan takeover vote was the ultimate warrior from WrestleMania six. Warrior will come with a yellow IC title, winged eagle title. He will have two heads, and one of the heads is without paint to show after the match. That's eh, okay. You think it's just okay, huh? Dude, we've gotten this figure so many times. It's just, how many times can you do Warrior from six? You know what I mean? And We already had it in the Legends line. Jax did it numerous times. It's just enough with WrestleMania six Warrior. Not that there's been a bad one, and this one is really good. And I love the fact that they put both titles with them. But uh, I've just I've had my fill of WrestleMania Six Warrior. But here's the other part of that is maybe people have missed out on WrestleMania Six Warriors. Maybe they can't afford to go back and collect them if prices have spiked on them. So if you don't have one in your collection, this is the one to get. It's really good, but for me, it's an easy pass just because I have multiple versions of it already. I actually like it. I will probably end up getting it because I'm in love with the Ultimate Editions. I think they're great. I think I'm going to pass on that Taker. I got to be honest, dude. I was not impressed by that one. Well, that's understandable. The price point, if you're not super crazy about it, it's going to make it an easy pass. Target exclusive Ultimate Edition Legends, Batista, world title. He comes with the animal t-shirt. Two contracts where he had to choose which champion he was going to face. I think that was at WrestleMania 21, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was. And three heads. That will be a Target exclusive Ultimate Edition. Let's go over to the WrestleMania collection. You got AJ Styles from the Boneyard, where he'll be in jeans. The Build-A-Figure will be Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Vince will have a hand that has the three fingers up on it for when he yelled welcome everyone to wrestlemania 3 i'll be perfectly honest that vince for me was the ultimate win of the reveals at san diego comic-con i absolutely love that vince figure yes really i love that even though he's a -a build-a-figure love that vince mcmahon figure Really? I'm I'm surprised, dude. I didn't I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was that great. I loved it, dude. I I think it's awesome. And the fact that it's from WrestleMania 3 makes it even better. 
Wow, okay. They didn't announce the other three figures to go along with AJ, but they did show off AJ, and Vince will be the Build-A-Figure, as I had mentioned. One of the biggest news from San Diego Comic-Con panel was the return of Retros. All the Retros will come in one box, individually carded. These will be available early 2022 on Mattel Creations. There will be Mean Gene, Roddy Piper, as we saw back at WrestleMania. And to go along with them is Mr. T and Cowboy Bob Orton. The retros are back and you're getting them on Mattel Creations just like we were talking about. Yeah. This is what Mattel Creations was built for with stuff like this. This is meant for retros and they're doing it and it's perfect. Yes, put it into one big box. Four individual cards, one big box. Boom. The box art looks fantastic. Kudos to the packaging team. Because not only did they do great on this box art, but they really crushed it on that WWE Superstars series that's going to be coming out. Yep. They crushed it on that. Kudos to them. It looks great. This is what Mattel Creations was built for. Yeah, and it's why we've been screaming for Maddie Collector to come back. So I think all of the voices were heard and they realized now let's create a platform where we can put these figures that maybe didn't make sense at retail. Because it was, it was really skewed distribution, but makes more sense for a specific website that it's under our umbrella. Mattel Creations, Retro's coming back. It's the, like you said, Jeff, it's the perfect combination. This is what Mattel Creations is for. Absolutely. So I'm stoked about this. As I said, these will be available early 2022. I can't wait for these. I, I I can't wait to see what they do more with the retros. I can't wait. I'm all excited. For, I'm here for this, Scott. Oh, absolutely. And did you notice the theme of the announced four figures? It seems to be WrestleMania 1. That's right. That's right. So if they go with WrestleMania 2, it will be Hogan. I don't know if Bundy's still under a deal. So it'll be Hogan. Uh, maybe Jake Roberts will be in there when Jake Roberts faced George Wells. They could put Davey Boy and maybe one half of the Dream Team, maybe a Brutus or a Greg the Hammer Valentine for WrestleMania 2. Or you round out the main event from one in Series 2. Or you don't put any figures and you just put a big blue cage in a box. 100% okay with that too. Get the ring, get a box... Put the cage in it. There you go. So it's still what the packaging was for the retros. You're still getting the figure on the card in a bubble. Yes. But that will be placed into a protective box. Much like the Sergeant Slaughter San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. How it's a carded figure inside of a box. Same concept. And to round out the San Diego Comic-Con talk for tonight. Let's talk about the ring. Now, we all saw what the ring was. It was going to be an Ultimate Edition ring. It will come with a Diesel Ultimate Edition figure and a WWE New Generation light-up stage or New Era stage. The stage does have LED lights flashing, so you can get that going, which looks amazing. It's the neon, different colors, the WW logo because they can't put the F on it. Correct. The ring has not real plywood, but this kind of plastic plywood underneath so it's basically built like a real ring the steel grate around the ring is a hard steel the diesel is an ultimate edition now to back this it is 250 dollars the target is 5,000 backers so they need to get 5,000 backers at 250 dollars a pop well 250 before tax before shipping once you figure those in 
you're closer to 300. That is correct. Now, here's the thing. If they get 7,000 backers, that unlocks Doink the Clown Ultimate Edition. Doink will come with the mallet, a soft goods jacket that has like a, a rose on it, and probably squirts water. I don't know if it does. I'm just joking. <laughs> we can only hope. Three heads total. The Doink looked fantastic. Now, that's if they get 7,000 backers. It's heel Doink, by the way. If they get 8,000 backers, that unlocks swappable ring skirts. The ring skirts, not Nate ring skirts on Twitter. Not him, Scott. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we do not swap out Nate for anybody. No, he's on, he's, he's on our no trade list. Correct. He's on our protected list uh, if we were a hockey team and we had to give up players to an expansion team. Yeah, if there was an expansion of the Fully Posable podcast, we would be protecting Nate. Yes, yes. He would not be draftable. (laughs) He would not be drafted by the Kraken. Correct. So if they get 8,000 backers, that unlocks ring skirts. So they have two sets of ring skirts. They are in-your-house ring skirts and WrestleMania ring skirts. Those are the tiers or the unlock one and unlock two for the ultimate edition stage ring and diesel. If we hit those, if we hit 7,000, we get doink. If we hit 8,000, we get ring skirts. One of the questions that had been posed was if it goes into tier two or tier three, do we have to spend more money? If they run it like Hasbro does, because uh, our friend Chow actually buys into the uh, HasLab projects, or did. He purchased Unicron, and he's going to be purchasing the Galactus that is their newest one. Your buy-in is your buy-in. It does not go up no matter what tier is hit. That's how Hasbro does it. I've got to imagine Mattel's going to do it the same way. So you spend your, let's call it $300 after tax and shipping. It's not $250, it's $300. You drop your $300... And then you let it ride and you just hope that, okay, first they got to hit 5,000 to even get this thing off the ground and actually make it happen. And then once you hit 5,000, you're golden. Everything after that is gravy. You hope that they hit hit uh, tier two and you hope that they hit tier three, but it's all that your initial buy-in is your buy-in and that's that. No more money is spent. That's how Hasbro does it. Got to imagine Mattel's going to follow suit. As of right now, it is 8 o'clock on July 23rd. It was just announced today. The pre-orders went up nine hours ago. They are at 719 backers. The target is 5,000. As of right now, it is 14% funded. The time remaining on this is 30 days. So you have 30 days to decide if you want to go back this. It ends on August 22nd. Correct. Do you think this hits the 5,000 backer mark, Scott? Man, it's tough to say right now, but two hours ago, maybe three hours ago, the number was at 600. And in the three hours that have passed, they've gained about 120 backers. I think this thing is, and maybe this is the part of me that's been screaming for Maddie Collector to come back for projects of this nature I think it's going to get hit. I think they are going to at least hit that 5,000 mark. And maybe this is where influencers come in, right? If you start to get parts of this thing in influencers' hands, maybe they can drive this thing 
to hit tier two and to hit tier three. Let's really put them to the test. See what happens. There's no guarantees, but it's possible. If they can show off how cool this thing is with videos or whatever, maybe that's going to help the cause. Like you said, there's 30 more days. But when you and I were screaming for Maddie Collector back, gosh, what, two years ago? We wanted that thing to come back. It was for projects like the retros where it didn't make sense at retail, but it makes a lot of sense if you've got a website that's under your control, under your umbrella, and you don't need to do big, big numbers. You control it. With HasLab being out there, it in turn caused us to yell even louder for Maddie Collector to come back to do something just like this. Because how many times on this show have we said, let the collectors put their money where their mouth is? We're always talking about it would be cool if they did this or it'd be cool if they did that. We've talked about the ultimate entrance stage that we saw at WrestleMania a few years ago at Access, right? We've always screamed for that. Oh, they should do a crowdfunding thing. Guys, here's your chance. Here is your chance. If you want these things to continue, because this is just the tip of the iceberg. If this thing takes off and it hits that backing goal, sky's the limit. Who knows what they're going to do next? But you got to imagine it's going to be cooler than this. And that's awesome. This is exactly what we've been screaming for. Figure photographers, put your money where your mouth is. People that are crazy about the play sets, the backstage accessories, all those kinds of things. You back this, you're guaranteed to see more stuff like this in the future because if this does well, there's going to be more to follow. If this fails right out of the gate, all bets are off. Why would they come back to the table with something else? You know what I mean? Exactly. You need, if you want more stuff like this, you need to buy in. We've said it so many times. Put your money where your mouth is. Make it happen. If this fails, I don't see a round two happening. I really don't. There will be more things like the retro line hitting uh, Mattel Creations, but nothing like this. This is the crowdsourcing thing that we've been talking about for years. Guys, make it happen. Seriously. Back it, let this thing take off like Bezos' rocket. <laughs> okay, maybe that's a bad example because that was a weird shaped thing. Oh, it wasn't weird. We all know what that was. <laughs> People that put that Austin Powers bit from when the rocket launches from Dr. Evil's mountain. Anyway, let's all put our money where our mouth is. Let's make this thing happen. Let's see this thing take off. I want it to do well. Even if it only gets tier one, let's show Mattel that they can put their faith in the people that have been squawking for this kind of stuff, Jeff, you and I included, that we're willing to put our money where our mouth is and have Mattel make something for us. Let's show them. So get on board, back it. Yeah, it's 300 bucks. Yeah, it's going to suck when you have to spend it. But dude, when you get this thing and you put it together you're not going to regret a bit of it. Guaranteed, you will not regret a second or a penny of your time or your money that was spent on this. I agree. Yeah, then that's the thing, dude, is, man, listen listen to you. You're an influencer. Scott, the influencer too, (laughs) (laughs) 96.12. No, you're 100% correct, dude. If we back this, there is so many other opportunities down the road. There is so much more that can be unlocked. I'm not even talking about the tiers right here. The unlock one, get doing the clown. I'm talking about 
more stuff is going to get unlocked. They're going to open up Pandora's box and we're going to be getting a bunch of stuff that has been on their brains for a while that they, you know, they're basically saying, okay, you guys want this, go fund it. Yep. And now's the time. We have to start off with the first step. And the first step is this. Even if it hits 5,000 backers, even if it doesn't hit seven or 8,000, but it hits the 5,000, at least we showed them, look, we're putting our money where our mouth is. We want more. Well, and Jeff, here's one more piece to that puzzle. If you are a person who buys things on speculation, I will say that the Jabba Barge from HasLab and the Unicron, I don't know if it was Hasbro Pulse or if it's still HasLab. Anyway, from Hasbro, the Unicron that they did that's gigantic. Those have appreciated in value like crazy. At one point, I think the Jabba sales bar or sale barge was at like $1,500 or $1,700 in the box. I don't know exactly what Unicron is going for, but the thing with these is once they're gone, they're gone. There are no more. They make them to order and that's it. So if you bought in, you get it. If you didn't, you're out of luck. So if you're buying things on speculation, because even if they don't hit that 5,000 mark, your money comes back, right? Right. But if you buy in and you get it, the people that have the regret of not getting it when they should have, that price goes up, right? So the $300 you spent is only going to go up. So there's always that part where you can make some money. I'm not trying to condone scalping. I'm really not, but if you buy it on speculation, chances are good you're going to make a profit on it if you decide to sell. So there's that piece of it too. Am I just trying to get everybody on board to back this thing? Yeah, guilty. But, (laughs) you know, there's a money-making proposition here for people too. So there's that part of it. Yeah, and if we can do this, guess what could be next? That stage we were talking about or we saw in New Orleans. That could be on the table. So... Let's start off with the stage, the ring, and diesel. Let's get that going. Even if we don't hit doink, even if we don't hit the unlockable ring skirts, let's at least try to get the 5,000 backers. And it doesn't mean that every project in the future from Mattel Creations is going to be of this scale, $300. You know what I mean? It may not be a playset. It could be something as simple as like a Hercules figure or a Dino Bravo figure or... You know, insert name here, Wild Bill Irwin. It could be a long rider figure. God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Got him in one more time. What I'm saying is is we don't know what the future holds for Mattel Creations in terms of things like this with the crowdfunding, but it would be really cool to find out. And that's why I want people to buy in. Oh my God. Think of all the stuff like Ultimate Edition Tag Teams of the 80s. They would make Ultimate Edition Heart Foundation, Ultimate Edition Dream Team, Ultimate Edition. Okay. Demolitions. British Bulldogs. Well, Dynamite Kid's not under a deal. Hollywood Blondes. Brian Pillman may not be under a deal. But that doesn't mean that they won't be in the future. But you know what I mean? Who knows what the future holds? But all of these things are a possibility. But this has to get back. And there's no guarantee that if this doesn't hit that they won't still do something in the future. I don't know the answer to that. I don't work for Mattel. But I just have to think, okay, we gave them their chance. If I'm Mattel, like we gave the fans their chance. And they told us, no, thank you. So why go back to that drawing board? Right, right. It's just that that's a risk. But the possibilities, like you said, Jeff, are endless. So I say let's all back this. Well, Scott, 
that is it for San Diego Comic Con 2021. What did you think? Uh, like I said earlier, the hit for me was Tuxedo Vince McMahon and the Build a Figure. That to me is is my number one want. But what did you think overall? Like the whole presentation. I've got to say this is probably. I don't want to say the least overwhelmed that I've been, but I I wasn't super, super excited. There was nothing that like jumped out at me where I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. It seems most every year I'm, you know, marking out for almost everything that's shown, but this year didn't really do it for me. Yes, was excited when I saw that upcoming Superstars line that is going to be the transition from the Motu crossover. Got excited about that. That's great that it's a love letter to Remco. Kudos, Mattel. Love that Vince figure. I love the crowdsource thing or the crowdfund thing on Mattel Creations. I love that retros have gone to Mattel Creations. Like you said, that's exactly what we wanted. That's exactly what they should use that for. Um, But aside from that, I mean, if I'm doing a scale from 0 to 10, uh, 7.6. Okay. In terms of excitement, in terms of rating, so I would say 7.6. They've had better years, but uh, good stuff this year. Okay. Um, to me, the things that saved San Diego Comic-Con for Mattel was the stage, which was huge, and the ring and the diesel. Assuming they get made. If they get made. And who knows if Ultimate Doink doesn't get put out further down the road, you know? I would almost see them withholding that as punishment. <laughs> I like, know. F you guys, you could have had this, you didn't pitch in. Look, at the end of the weekend, I think it's going to be at 1,000. The prototype is now going into the Mattel vault, and you guys will never see it again. Yeah, I don't even know if the power of Steve Ozer is enough to bring that thing out. The WWE Superstars line, to me, was a home run. I think that it, not being the biggest He-Man fan, I do like He-Man, but you know, I'm not like other He-Man fans out there. Them taking off the gauntlets and giving us soft goods jackets like the Honky Tonk Man, Ric Flair, Hogan in the NWO Hollywood. I thought that was a home run. That's a great way to upgrade your current situation that you got going on because they replaced the Motu with that. That was great. I thought that was fantastic. The way they brought the retros back and put it on Mattel Creations, fantastic. Loved it. But outside of those few things, it was good. I will give it a 7.9 this year. Um, Like you, I agree with you, Scott. There wasn't a whole lot. I was like, oh, oh, you know, like the pop. There was stuff there that was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. But there wasn't that one major thing. And you know what? Honestly, if they would have showed off the ring stage and Diesel today, I think that would have been a bigger pop. I would have been like, oh my God, because I had that feeling on Monday when I saw their video. Agree, yeah. And honestly, I think they should have released the stage ring and uh, Diesel today because I think there would have been a lot more people that would have been like, oh my God, I got to jump on that. And they would have headed over to Mattel Creations and backed it. The few days that people had to kind of sit back and go, man, that's 250 bucks, you know? However people can still decide if they want to do it or not for the next 30 days. So that's another point to make in that conversation. An interesting thing about that superstars, the Remco love letter line, when they announced they being Mattel announced the retro figures, one of the biggest ones from everybody before they started announcing all the names was we want the orange card series, but specifically 
we want diesel. We got diesel in the retro series, but who was that figure that wasn't made in Remco that we all wanted? I don't know if there's a name that everybody is clamoring for. So when they announced the retros, I had expectations. I I wanted certain names included. That's kind of the cool part about the Superstars line is there's nobody that Remco quote unquote left on the table. So I'm not really throwing any expectations on the Superstars line. I like series one minus that Bray Wyatt because that was my biggest WTF moment of Comic-Con was that Mad Hatter Bray figure. I still can't figure that out. You mean Steve Kern? I mean Steve Kern dressed as Bray Wyatt dressed as the Mad Hatter. Yes. (laughs) I'm kind of curious as to where, because I love the inclusion of the soft goods. That's awesome. I've got to wonder where this goes down the road. You've got to figure there's going to be a macho man in the robe. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, you start thinking of tag teams they could do. I would love to see a Midnight Rockers. But for me, I I don't have expectations because there's nobody that Remco didn't do that I wanted them to do. Yes, I would have loved if Remco could have dipped into the NWA pool. That wasn't going to happen outside of Ric Flair. But I, I didn't have any expectations of Remco so I, I think that's helping the superstars line is it's more excitement of, ooh, who's coming next instead of, ooh, they'd better make so-and-so. It's kind of like, oh, cool, they're making this guy. And they're not, it's not like, damn it, they didn't include so-and-so in this series. So it's not a wait and see for me. It's just kind of a, um, a looking forward to who's announced. But there's no expectations placed on it. So I'm kind of excited to see where they go with that. And let's see if it outlasts the Motu crossover. You know, Motu win eight series. Let's see how long Superstars goes. And let's see if, like Motu, every series gets better than the previous one. They could make Bobby Heenan. Oh, I would love that if they made a Heenan. All soft goods? Yes, please. I'm wondering if they're a little gun shy on Heenan right now. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. They've still got those weasel suits sitting around, so... But that would fit the AWA era. It totally would. It totally would. And I think that that's a big thing that if they're going to do these types of, I keep calling them love letters, if they're going to keep doing these tributes to the older lines, I think it only makes sense that you include either guys that should have been made or guys that were made. So that's why I'm kind of holding out hope that as more series are announced, somehow they get Marty Jannetty back under the umbrella and they're able to do a Midnight Rockers. I think that would be great because the cost of the Midnight Rockers right now, if you're trying to complete Remco, is just through the roof. It's insane. So if they can do a Midnight Rockers, I think that that would be incredible. But again, no expectations. Just if you do it, cool. If not, whatever. Because we already got it from Remco, so that's great. But I, like you, Jeff, I'm excited to see where they go with that line. And I'm excited that they announced it. Iron Sheik. Oh, that would be great. And you do the soft good pants with the Iran on the side. Mom's not going to buy that for us for Christmas, but we're big boys now. We can spend our own money. I'm just trying to think of people that were in the AWA and then went to WWE and on top of that have deals with Mattel. So I'm obviously, I'm not going to say Snooka, obviously. Scott Hall, Kurt Henning. But he had a Remco. They both had Remcos though. Even better. Then you, so did Ric Flair. So then you get a who did it better situation. 
Okay, okay. So if you're opening up that door, then yeah, dude. You'd have to go down the roster, but yeah, there are some names that could be made. Yep, they've done a Larry Zabisco already in Mattel. Yes. So just do the Remco style one too. Again, we don't know how many series it's going to go. So yeah, we're throwing out kind of like deep dive names a little bit, but if this thing goes... 10 to 15 series, who knows? Even at four figures per series, if they're going to stick with legend names and not do current stars, sky's the limit, man. Well, those were a lot of uh, wants and hopes, Scott, but we'll see what they have in store for that Superstars line. But, Scott, that closes the book on San Diego Comic-Con 2021. We may have a little bit more news that may pop up throughout the week that I may have for you next week. But for now, that closes the book, the chapter, the year in 2021 San Diego Comic-Con. Scott, we didn't get a chance to mention them this week, but I want to throw it over to Wrestling Figure Database. Over there, they have basically every single figure ever produced. And they've got updated stuff going on over at Wrestling Figure Database. We appreciate those guys over there. We utilize them each and every week for our nostalgia segment when it's not San Diego Comic-Con. And we do have a nostalgia segment. We go over there and we utilize them to look up each individual series and we want you guys to follow along when we do read down those series. So I want to throw it over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Also, I want you guys to check out Wrestling Toy Tracker over there. They have the prices of loose and carded figures of LJN, Hasbro's, Just Toys, Bendems, Galoobs, Retros, which there will be more retros that they will need to update. Defining Moments and Just Toys Bendums. Again, WrestlingToyTracker.com. And I'm going to throw it over to our wrestling buddies, Breaker and Bane, of course, over there. They have a fun show where they talk wrestling, movies, comics. So check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. And check out Breaker's side project. You know it's fake, right? And... Brian Breaker and our good friend Travis Fowler have a fun toy podcast called TB Toycast. Check all those out on iTunes. Also check out our buddies over at Doing the Favor over there. Check out their website while you're at it. Doingthefavor.com where it's got the SKUs and UPCs for all the updated figures. So you can check BrickSeek and PopFinder. So check out doingthefavor.com and while you're there, check out their awesome awesome show check out the positively pro wrestling podcast steve eric they just had a fun watch along with cm punk versus john chenna <laughs> at money in the bank 2011 so that was a fun show to listen to again positively pro wrestling podcast we've got sheena we've got seth we've got marco and a fun show over there at the chick foley show and and check out their fun facebook group as well at the Chick Foley Show. Justin, we missed your question this week. We always look forward to them each and every week. So check out the Wrestling Cheers. When you don't hear them on this show, you can check out the Wrestling Cheers and hear Justin talk about AIW. Check out our buddy, also RJ, over at Ringside Rant that just had Conrad Thompson on, Scott. Nice. Good get, dude. So check out Ringside Rant. Also, Rucker, Marty, over at Boots of the Face. Rucker was trying to get me to go to Chicago. I was like, have you been talking to Steve over at the Positively Pro Wrestling <laughs> Podcast? He's like, nah, dude, I want you to go to I want you to go to All Out. And I was like, I just can't this year. I just can't even. <laughs> but can you imagine the pop when CM Punk comes out? 
Oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say the pop when I got to all out building. Oh, I mean that's obviously going to be deafening, but a close second would be CM Punk coming out. Oh yes, yes, yes. Allegedly, if CM Punk is there. Uh, allegedly, and maybe Daniel Bryan in September, from what we're hearing. Possibly, but in the meantime, we want you to check out Boot to the Face. To the face, Scott. To the face. Also check out our good buddy Tim over at Pulling Up a Chair. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History? Yes, Drunk Wrestling History. This past week, we dropped the Brutus the Barber Beefcake episode. It's an ode to the barber, basically covering his entire career, maybe cracking a few jokes about the uh, the great barber here and there. But give us a listen. Check us out on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. You can download our podcast wherever you download your podcasts at. Again, drunk wrestling history. We're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. Now, do you go over all the characters of Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Yes, we okay. do. Okay. I just we have do. to, or is it just focused on the barber himself? No, no, no. We we go over his entire career. He was a pretty okay. interesting character, and there's actually, it's kind of an episode within an episode, because while we're talking about Brutus Beefcake's beginnings, we actually watched a video that I had never seen before. It was a Brutus Beefcake vignette from 85, when they were introducing the Brutus Beefcake character. Might have actually been from late 84. Uh, Was that with Johnny Valiant? Yes, it was. Okay, I think I might have watched that on the network before they took off, well, the network. Um, Was it in a, man, we always call it a gentleman's church, but it would be the other way around, so I guess it would be called a ladies' church? Um, no. Okay, never mind. Okay, yeah. you, dude, you have to check out this video. It's insane. All right, send me the link. Uh, <laughs> I'm not having that show up on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's crazy, dude. But we do, it's kind of an episode within an episode because we do a watch along with it. It's like, I don't know, three or four minutes long, but we're watching it on the iPad and then talking about it. And then we go further into Brutus and then his ascension to the barber character. And then I don't know if you'd call it an ascension to WCW, maybe a descent. I don't know. It's up to you. You decide. I don't know if you're a Barber fan or not, but if you are, or even if you aren't, or you just want to know more, more about Brutus Beefcake, check out Drunk Wrestling History. we got an episode about him. And also, uh, congratulations on getting Virgil to follow you. Thank you. Thank you. It's quite an accomplishment. Um, <laughs> considering the tone of that episode, it was funny <laughs> that he put it over to his followers and then followed us. I'm going <laughs> to guess that once he hears it, he will denounce it and unfollow us. <laughs> Is he still following you guys? As far as I know, he is. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, Virgil. <laughs> also, check out our buddies, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, and every single day, Ryan Buds does trivia with Buds. And if you're in Tennessee, follow along with Ryan Buds' Facebook and see where he's doing local trivia at. I know Tennessee is a big state, but see if you're in his area. And maybe go check out some of his live trivia. Scott, roll call. Yes, as I do every week. Going to throw it out to the great, the amazing, the super talented Jason Wolf. Check out his website at Doyle. That's D-O-Y-L-E draws.com. You can buy some artwork from him or you can get in touch with the man himself and commission something. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. Again, 
doyledraws.com. Get in touch with the great, the amazing, the man himself, Jason Wolf and Jeff. That rounds out roll call. Wow, Scott, San Diego Comic-Con, can you believe this? 2021 is in the books. And I'm spent. Or should I say part one is in the books? Because we all know that Thanksgiving is coming up. Yeah, that's right. And honestly, I haven't heard any more about a Comic-Con around Thanksgiving. The talk about it kind of died off. But I would imagine after this week, those conversations start to ramp up a little bit and we should start hearing more about a November Comic-Con. I was talking to our local comic book lady in Alameda and she was like, wait, she goes, I don't know what they're doing because she goes to Comic-Con every single year. Okay. And she goes, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like you're booking San Diego Comic-Con on the biggest holiday of the year. Yeah. The biggest travel holiday of the year. I think Thanksgiving is bigger than Christmas, isn't it? I think so. And she goes, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I said, are you going, Patty? And she goes, oh, no. Hell no, I'm not going. (laughs) Dude, who wants to be at an airport around Thanksgiving? Like, at least we could drive there. Like, that would be reasonable. But to jump on a plane around Thanksgiving? Oh, man, that would be goofy town. It's funny, too, because she was talking about how much money she's saved these past two years by not going to Comic-Con. She's like, oh, she goes, oh, my God. She goes, I've saved so much money oh, by yeah. not going to Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, the travel, the toys, I yeah. I can imagine. And tickets. I, I'm, she saved a ton of cash. Oh, big time, big time. So, Scott, for 2021 San Diego Comic-Con, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. We want to thank everyone for sitting through this long, long show. It means the world to us. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Uh, yeah. Fully hosable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.